Today, true neutral. <laughs> I think again, I did opposite you. <laughs> I'm Derek. I, I'm Keenan, and um, it's it's been another fun-filled week, I'm sure, for the both of us. Oh, you, you know, <laughs> you you could say that. You could say that. How's your week been? What, what is that? Week? It's sarcastic, but it's not the word sar- it's sardonic. Um, facetious, perhaps? Facetious. I think that's what I'm looking for. Sardonic just sounds similar. Yeah. I don't remember what that one means, though. <laughs> My week's been fine. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop? <laughs> uh, I mean, effectively, uh, we're getting around to getting more baby stuff so we're going through a lot of baby stuff because people have been very very kind well that's good that's yeah. always good you, yeah you're never gonna have like too little stuff no or <laughs> we definitely have so many clothes now it's, <laughs> it's insane like i really really appreciate it but holy shit we have to sort and go through so much shit right now it is nuts yeah it's like it's awesome don't like yeah, I, I am not taking it for granted at all. <laughs> it's just a little overwhelming at the moment. Yeah, I can understand that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it's just been one week. <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. <laughs> sometimes, though, that's a good thing. I enjoy that sometimes where it's just relaxing almost, like... Not exciting is probably a better way to put it, but it's just, it's good sometimes. Good for the brain to not constantly have a bunch of shit going on. Yeah, I just make this shit happen in my brain so there's anything going on. My job is creatively unfulfilling and leaves me drained. Aw. Well, that's what video games are for, and yeah. media content. That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. That's what I gotta do creation on your own, which is what we do. That's why we, you know, play music and things. I think as humans, that's why you have hobbies in general, because if you don't find things you like and keep your brain active, then it it's well, it's bad for it. You know. Yeah. And your week, sir. Um, my week was okay. I ended up getting food, mild food poisoning not too long ago, and so I've been a little down in the dumps since then, just not feeling the best, sleeping a lot. But otherwise, it's been decent. (laughs) Been been a pretty good week. I mean, it was... It was all garbage, and I felt, like, bad, and, uh, you know, five thumbs. Five stars. Five stars out of five. Uh, um, Fantastic. Before I before I was not feeling good, I got a pretty good story out of it. So, uh, maybe not five, but uh, you know, good solid four, maybe four and a nuck. Four and a nuck stars, awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, four, four and a nuck pukey nausea filled days. No. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Well, I 
I asked you because you've been just reading news articles left and right and telling me <laughs> yeah, about them. I have quite a bit of news over here, actually. I have quite a few, <laughs> quite a few fun things that we should talk so about. So I, I want to go over all of your news, and I just want to go over a couple of things real quickly. Okay, okay. Um, God of War and Sonic came out. We're not going to talk about them at length because neither of us are going to be getting those right now. No, but rest assured, when that happens, we shall. I won't be playing Sonic because I don't like Sonic games. I have listened to five different reviews about first impressions and just general reviews of the Sonic Frontiers, I believe it's yes, called. Yes, it is, yes. And um, it sounds fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> the storyline sounds nuts. Like, even people who, like, are really you know, reserved in their retelling. Like, Sonic went, like, Kingdom Hearts or something. Like, huh. <laughs> it's, like it's not, it's not like a Kingdom Hearts thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, yeah. like, what is this, what is happening? Yeah, that so, makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see what, see what that's about. I'm a long-time Sonic guy, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a long-time... Games I could play easily with my friends at a young age, guy. <laughs> Which is what everyone really is. It's just whether or not you had the ability to play both or not. Yeah, I played Mario and then I played Crash Bandicoot. And well, one I never owned a Sega or anything like that, so back then I couldn't play Sonic. Yeah. But the few chances I got to play Sonic, I never enjoyed it. Oh. It was just not fun for me. I love Sonic. And uh, I, yeah, I had the Sonic Trilogy and Sonic Racing all on uh, PC, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could never... I, I tried. I tried to play some of the older Sonic games and things like that. Some of the ones, you know, my friends were like, oh, this is a really good one. Or whatever, you should try this one. And Sonic and Knuckles. Never, never really That's enjoyed it. One. The 2D or the 3D, I tried both. Mm. I Yeah, Sonic Adventure was... One of my favorite games of all time. Um, Sonic Adventure 2 has one of the best songs of all time. <laughs> and, uh... Running around at the speed of sound. <laughs> got places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> like, objectively, a fucking pump-you-up song. It's, it's great. Just, it's just a banger. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and they also gave us Shadow, so that's fun. Shadow's cool. Anyway, guns. the Sonic lore is fucked. <laughs> and I'm so inter interested to see what this game's about. God of War looks so good. I've listened to some stuff about that. Just some non-spoiler reviews about that one. It's sounds so good. And uh, I, like sounds yeah. like it's just a continuation of the other one. And if so... Fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. From everything I know about it so far, that is exactly what it is, and I am excited. All right. And, and on, let's get on to your fun news stuff, because I'm excited about that. Um, oh, uh, before that, I think there was something we were talking about. There's, there's a bit of a rumor going around that Owen Wilson oh, yeah. is going to be Agent... What, Morbius? Agent Mobius. Mobius? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, my, my note here is Mobius Pool. Agent Mobius... <laughs> And uh, he's uh, rumored to be making an appearance in Deadpool 3. He's rumored to have a large role in Deadpool 3. Oh, see, I didn't read But as far as I can tell, there have been, like, 
15 different articles that I have, just that I've seen, that were all written based on one guy's hearsay leak. Okay. Now, he had died. It sounds like somebody who's had a couple of confirmed leaks in the past. So, like, it's just one of those, you should take it with a bigger grain of salt than most people are taking it with at the moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's a... At this moment, feels to me like a really solid fan theory, because that's it. It's very possible with Deadpool mm-hmm. two ending with him messing with all the time. Yeah, he exactly. just messed with all the time, mm-hmm. and they messed with time right before that. And, and so, this is supposed to be their in- introduction into the MCU. Yeah, so finding, yeah, finding the TVA coming after Deadpool would be a not surprising. Be very, you know, on brand for both of them, mm-hmm. and see a great way to introduce both Wolverine and him into the MCU in a legitimate way, or kill Wolverine again because you know, mm-hmm. because I mean, Hugh Jackman's not going to stick around after this. No, there's I, no way. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of it. Feels like a special big kind of thing. It feels like in all the commercials when it came out where Ryan asked Hugh Jackman, hey, would you do this again? I feel like that's pretty much exactly what happened. He's like, come on, we've both wanted this for a long time. We have an opportunity. Yeah. One more time? Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, Ryan, I'll do that. <laughs> like, like, that feels like exactly how that went down to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I really wouldn't be surprised. Or Ryan Reynolds is like, here, $50,000 out of pocket right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I actually legitimately feel like they're better friends than that. I think no, that yeah, it was I, just like... I just thought that was funny. He paid $10,000 to get that fucking golden shirt. girl shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, I, who knows what he'd do to just <laughs> yeah. get to the like, movie he just wants. Just whatever he wants, Yeah. yeah. I'm scared of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, should we get into some of the things I have? Yes. Okay. Where should we start? You have a let's, vague approximate knowledge of the things I have to talk about. Look, let's start with the thing I am most excited about. The the creator of the Oculus Rift. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so... The founder of Oculus claims that he's made a VR headset that will kill you in real life if you die in the game. Okay? So. I love so much that it's it's the founder. Like, Well, because the, uh, he doesn't work for Oculus anymore. Right. He sold it, like, uh, a little while ago. He sold Oculus to, to Mark Zuckerberg to... To Facebook, yeah, who is meta. now Meta, um, <coughs> and so now he's mainly been working on national defense technology. So that that's been his focus, but he's still working okay. within the realm of VR, just on national defense technology. Okay. So now he claims that he's made a custom headset that will kill the player in the in real life if they die in the game. Um, describing it in his blog, he, Lucky details how he made it, um, a Sword Art Online style headset. Uh, 
because he's really into sword art online, apparently. Okay. And that's the entire premise of of that show is uh, the players are trapped in a giant immersive VR combat sim where if they die in the game, it will cr- kill them for real, given that they are laced into nerve gear tech. Nerve gear in quotations. Ah. Um, and they must figure out a way to win or escape. Lucky's version of this concept is a VR headset that is laced with charges that will explode, quote, destroying the brain of the user, end quote, if they trigger an, quote, appropriate game over, end quote, screen. (laughs) I love this. But. I love this so much. However, Lucky laments that he's only halfway to designing true Nerve Gear, the sword art online tech. This is a direct quote. Halfway. This is a direct quote from him, okay? The good news is is that we are halfway to making a true nerve gear, he said. The bad news is, so far, I've only figured out the half that kills you. The perfect perfect VR half of the equation is still many years out. Oh, fuck. That is Uh, He revealed the the headset on November 6th. um, Wait, does he have a prototype? Yeah, no, he actually built it. Um, I thought he, he just made the design. No, he built a prototype. He revealed <laughs> the headset on November 6th, where, because November 6th, 2022, is the day the first Nerve Gear set was activated in Sword Art Online. Uh, oh. So. <laughs> no, no one is actually playing anything on it, obviously. Lucky himself hasn't even tried it. Because, well, I would hope not. Because he's afraid that he may have made a miscalculation in it, and it would just kill him regardless of whether or not he died in the game. <laughs> Put it on a mannequin and play the game, like, you know, connected to the screen and do the thing. <laughs> yeah. It would not be that hard to check it out. Yeah. Um, that's That's pretty much the end of it. <laughs> For that one, but a <laughs> wacky story nonetheless. It's incredible. It's something that I love that exists. It feels like his motivations are weird. Yeah. And also yeah. that the project itself is a little bit odd, but that's what I love about it. Like, the fact that he just did, he did that. Yeah. He made the thing. I, I love that he comes out in a statement and he's like, good news is we're halfway there. Bad news is... I only have the half that'll kill you, not the half that makes you feel good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> have we tried it? No. No, no. I'm afraid of it, actually. But it's cool. <laughs> like, you give this man a breakup and get a fired in one day, and he's a supervillain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so that is that. Is that. <laughs> That's... That is incredible. <laughs> it's an incredible thing that's in our world. What uh, else you got for us? Okay. Um, how about, let's talk about the CFO of Tyson Foods for a second. Did we do this? We haven't done this. I talked to you about this just outside of ah. things a couple days ago, I believe. Everything blurs. Yeah. Um, but um, earlier this week... Um, the Tyson Foods CFO, or the Chief Financial Officer, John R. Tyson. Chuffle. Uh, he was arrested for breaking into someone's house and falling asleep in a bed that was not his. 
That's, uh, That's still really funny. He, he got drunk. He's a very rich man. He got drunk, and uh, he... he he didn't break into someone else's house apparently she when she came home and found him she called the cops um and was rightfully was quoted as saying there's someone asleep in my bed and i don't know who it is (laughs) (laughs) all right outstanding quote very descriptive um when the police got there, they said they tried to wake him up, and at first he was unresponsive, but when he, they did manage to mildly wake him up, he just kind of sat ar- sat up and looked around for a few seconds, and then laid down and tried to go back to sleep. <laughs> I, <laughs> you, you are rich enough to get an Uber for you and all of your friends. Yeah. Just do that. So, he was found in her house, which was in Fayetteville, Arkansas. His headquarters is uh, in Springdale, about 10 miles away from there. Uh, which presumably does, is where he started his night. Right, okay, but does does he live in Fayetteville? I don't know. It doesn't say that. Because it said he was found like... asleep around 2 a.m. in her bed in Fayetteville, and his headquarters is 10 miles from there in Springdale. Okay, well, I mean... I, yeah, that just that just means he was local. Yeah. Well, it's also, partially, he, like, basically just got this rise to power as CFO. So, <laughs> he's 32 years old, right? Okay. He's, he's really young. Like, here, here's a picture of him. I get not really young. He's, you know... A little yeah. bit older than me and you, but he... Yeah, uh, it looks like he could be younger than me. He he just obtained his position there on October 2nd, so he just got this job. Yeah. So And sometimes that goes to people's heads, because he's also serving as their executive vice president of Tyson Foods just as a whole. Okay. Um, because his dad right. is, uh, the board chairman. Ooh, nepotism for the win. <laughs> and then, probably my favorite part of this story, is when reporters came and questioned them, the spokesperson for the company said, and this is a quote from him, we are aware of the incident, and as this is a personal matter, we have no additional comment. Hey, <laughs> so... Actually... This is a little bit of a public matter at this point. There is a situation, and we all know about it, and you should probably address it. <laughs> just, I mean, at No, least... I think that just means that Daddy's going to handle this outside of the public eye. I, like... Someone's going to be grounded for a while. I get that, but addressing the thing that we all know happened is still an important part of this process. What's going to happen is they're going to go dark and not say... Important part of this process, sorry. They're going to make no comment for like two weeks, and Daddy's going to bring the hammer down on him, and he's going to lose all of his money, and he's going to be grounded, and he's going to not be able to leave his house or have his nice fancy car or whatever. (laughs) And uh, then he's going to come out, they're going to make him give a public statement apologizing for it, and then he's going to plead guilty and pay whatever misdemeanor fine he's going to have to pay, and it'll be over. Either that or it'll literally be a slap on the wrist. Yeah. 
or sorry, thirty days in rehab. Yeah, some something along those lines. Yeah, like that's ex- I can tell you exactly what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I have approximate knowledge of many things. <laughs> That reference wasn't for you. You don't like Adventure Time. I don't. But I can still enjoy it. <laughs> the reference that is. Or the, the statement itself. All right. We're going to talk about ye, Elon Musk, or a crypto billionaire who lost a lot of money. Ooh. Um, man, we should just have, like... An Elon Watch podcast. <laughs> I only have... You know what's crazy? I only have one article for Elon Musk. I have three over here for ye. <laughs> yeah, ye's big time watching out. They... Well... That, that's that's it's what just I'm going like, to call these, that podcast. These are just what come across, like, my, my shit. And... Every time I see one, I'm just... And each one of them is going to be short. None of these are, like, huge controversies or anything big like that. In my mind, like, maybe one of them. But they're all fairly short. But they they lump together, and they, they form... Like, all of these articles we've been going over over the last few weeks, I think, paint a picture of who he's become over the last few years. All right, let's, <laughs> let's go over here, then. Um... Oh my goodness, cat. <laughs> Don't yell at me. This this cat. This fucking cat. It's just he is he is a cute, cuddly little motherfucker. <laughs> he's he's just a little tuxedo cat. He just doesn't like it when the door is closed. Okay. Um so we'll we'll start oops, that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Hang on, let me f- let me correct that. Vamp, Keenan, vamp! I need a place. That was not... What? <laughs> yeah, place of occupation and... Uh, in the name of your pet. <laughs> your mother's maiden name, please. I was not aware... Last that- four digits of your social, please. <laughs> It's a weird way to start a bit, man. <laughs> All right. This is the end of a bit. Let's go, bud. All right. So <laughs> I talked um, the other day about how the the two guys that owned or run the, the radio show, uh, Cypher something. Radio um, show. They uh, they owned the, they were gifted the, the, the rights to the White Lives Matter like the trademark right, right. to that that uh whatever right and um so they're kind of taking a little bit of a jab at Kanye West here I think and I think it's pretty funny <laughs> where um they've they've put out a thing they said uh they they informed TMZ that they refused to relinquish ownership of the trademark for less than a 10 figure offer so if if he uh, wants it back, he's got to pay him at least a billion dollars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Good. And uh, he also warns that uh, they, him and his partner uh, in the show, 
intend to like if anyone tries to use it like without their against their wishes or in any way that they see unfit they will take legal action against them good these um, people are heroes however do they have their capes due to we should get them capes due to the way registered trademarks work for things like slogans you they must use the phrase in some form in the marketplace in order to retain ownership over the long term. Okay, so you make a legal business that sells coffee cups with that and then you sell one coffee cup to one person and that person is like your husband or whatever. Yeah. But that's just that is a stipulation of of the trademark. Well, right, but like to keep the Fantastic Four rights, they were featured in an episode of uh, I think Modern Family. It was the, I can't remember if it was Modern Family or another. Um, it was the sitcom of that era. Okay. And like, yeah, to keep the Fantastic Four rights, they did an episode about a musical about the Fantastic Four. And th- they maintain the rights. So, I mean, they literally just, you know, threw something at the floor and were like, yeah, we did something with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's not hard to do something with a thing. Yeah. I There was heavy air quotes on that. Could you hear it? Yeah, I could. I could. You didn't do the hand motion, but I heard it. I, I, I moved my fingers. Actually. <laughs> I didn't lift my hands in any way, but yeah. Um, and I, I, there's also something else in this article that I didn't, I don't think I talked about, uh, last time with the last article was like, I, I said that they got the trademark, but I don't think I went over specifically how they got the trademark. Uh, um, I don't think you did, no. Which was, they were actually gifted the rights to the White Lives Matter trademark by a fan of their show. <laughs> Um, Rad. The the listener who remains anonymous filed the trademark on the same day Yee first wore shirt with the phrase during the Yeezy Season 9 show in early October. <laughs> okay, everybody involved with the story that's not Yay is a fucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. Um, and I don't think they had the same idea as you. And retail-wise, because the they also say they intend to use the proceeds from a potential sale to help in the development of initiatives geared towards assisting and empowering communities of color. Okay. So they're like, if we have to sell it, all the proceeds from it are going to be donated to helping, like, underprivileged colored communities. I mean, that's super rad, but yeah, I like, if I could do that i would yeah just set up a legal business where i trademarked one like coffee cup like i said like just something really simple and then just sell it to somebody else so i legally sold it and then i've done something with the rights to that trademark yeah Sorry, I was reading the last quote in this article, and uh, it's just, it got me for a second. Let's hear it. So, um, obviously, you know, there's people on both sides of an argument. Ye has garnered some people on his side on this. There's good people on both including, sides. <laughs> including some, you know, 
political people. Oh, like, oh no way. He got political people in like on the White Lives Candace, Matter trademark Like argument. Candace Owens and Lauren Hill's daughter, Sella Marley, who both wore and defended the shirt, as well as him. Yeah. Um... Ye also voiced his intent to release the White Lives Matter shirts for retail during a conversation he had with uh, Sean Combs, or P. Diddy. Um, and uh, then... Oh, sidebar, did you see Diddy's Joker? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. It was all fucking rad. Um, and then, after he had that that conversation with him, that conversation was had by a text message, apparently, and then after okay. that, he wrote in a, in a public thread online, quote, I didn't like our convo. I'm selling these teas. Nobody <laughs> gets in between me and my money. This is my grandfather texting you now. <coughs> End quote. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that, was, that was a yay tweet? Yep. Well, I don't think, I'm not sure if it was a tweet or whatever he it just, said. It, was it said he wrote posted. in a thread. Okay. Okay. So, this is my grandfather texting you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually part of the quote. Yes. Nobody, what? Nobody gets in between me and my money. This is my grandfather texting you now. <laughs> Get this man an award. <laughs> Fuck you mean. <laughs> no wonder he liked Trump. He was the only one who could understand his tweets. <laughs> okay. He saw Kofefe and he was like, oh, finally. Um, I have another little story here. This one, <laughs> this one is um, not recent. This, this was from before he got dropped by Adidas. Okay. But it still just shows, like, just the kind of mindset that he's in, I think, <laughs> a little bit. So, a bunch of staffers that worked for Yeezy, he made them commute 900 miles, roughly, by private jet from California to Wyoming because he demanded that Adidas open a facility there because it was closer to his house. And he would, <laughs> um, he would make them in Wyoming. Yes, he would make them commute from Los Angeles to Wyoming by private jet, and they would be out there. They'd fly them out on Monday morning, and they would fly them back home on Friday night <laughs> after oh, oh. work. <laughs> I don't. He made Adidas build this facility and fly these people back and forth across the country every week. Ooh. Because he wanted his Yeezy production plant to be closer to his home. Is his home in Wyoming? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. He owns a ranch. Of What's course it he does. Called? What's it called? What's it called? It's in here somewhere. Is it his mom's name? It's he lives in Cody, Wyoming on a ranch. No, it just says a ranch. He doesn't oh. he hasn't named it. Um um, about 90 of the staffers just decided to permanently move to Wyoming rather than commute every day. Well, yeah. <laughs> but only about 90 of them. The rest of them I, flew back and forth. I don't know. Like, there's there's some good to that. Like, if you aren't, like, if you aren't in a relationship, if you aren't, like, 
committed to other things already and it's not a big deal for you to go back and forth and like you that's fun for you that's that's great but like well for me personally it would be so much easier to just like pick up and move well the thing is like here you know take my family i couldn't be away from my family like that that'd be that would be shit yeah yeah, well, the thing is here is that it doesn't even sound like he stayed living in Cody, Wyoming for very long, particularly, <laughs> because two Yeezy staffers told Rolling Stone, this happened, like, quite a while ago. Right. But two Yeezy staffers told Rolling Stone that he initially planned to open a Yeezy HQ in Chicago in 2018, and the work- workers were expect going to be expected to just immediately drop everything and move to Chicago then to work in that factory. Right. Um, However, he decided to stay put in Los Angeles before then moving to Wyoming for a brief period. And, uh, um, the, oh my god. One Yeezy employee told the publication how different life was from a normal 9 to 5. You have an hour to get ready for a flight to Wyoming, then you have to be there within three hours, and then you have a whole presentation for him when he flies over at 1 a.m. after his show. Uh, uh, oh. Um, so Wes first bought the $14 million ranch in Cody in 2019, and he set about developing, quote, a Yeezy campus. <laughs> he, des- <laughs> he described his vision as a, quote again, Paradigm shift for humanity. Unquote. Now, if I can't, if that's not a statement, I can just hear him saying. It's one of those quotes Mm. like, I'm a lyrical voice of a generation. You know, I'm a lyrical genius voice of a generation. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, Hang on, I'm going to let you finish. Like, yeah, it's a paradigm shift for humanity. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I. His audacity is just astounding. Um, And then he put one of his two ranches up for sale two years later. Neat. Um, But the the whole Adidas thing, that plant was only open for six months. Oh. Six months was it. He made them build this whole thing. He made them fly all these people back and forth every week. Six months, and then they shut it down. Wow. Probably just wasn't a good place to set one of those up. <laughs> Weird thought, huh? Um, it and appears... maybe if they had hired locally instead of importing their own workers from yeah. across the country. Yeah, well, and the main reason for it shutting down that they cite was it inflicted heavy demands on the staff. So yeah, the people. It was just too, a too big a workload. It was too well, much. Yeah, it's a well, it's a huge thing to ask somebody to move across the country to do a thing. First of all, and even flying them back and forth, even if you are comfortable with it, it's going to get grading. And beyond that, like hire locally. Like I bet people would have been stoked to work on the easy thing. Like, mm-hmm. like, well, and that directly almost ties into the last article I have here about him, uh-huh. which isn't even necessarily about him. This one's actually about Adidas. Okay. Now, after they cut ties with him and they're not making Yeezys, the brand Yeezy anymore, right? Right. They 
publicly stated that they were well aware that this is going to cut their profits by roughly 50%. He was His shoes were a huge part of how they made their money. Right. Now. That's, that, that is an insane amount, though, actually. Mm-hmm. For the amount of shoes that they produce to have that one style, that one, you know, set or whatever be that much is huge. Unless they're just severely overpriced. Well, Adidas has decided that the plan that they're going to go forward with this is they're still still continue to sell the Yeezy design, but they're not putting his name on it. They're not Yeezys anymore. Now they're just Adidas. (laughs) Because, supposedly, the company says that they are the sole owner of all the Yeezy line design rights for both existing and future colors and versions. So they can't sell Yeezy originals anymore. But anything that was designed, any variation variation of that, they have sole ownership of. So they can still continue to sell Yeezys. They're just going to market them as just Adidas instead. That's great. That's actually really good. That's just. I thought it was super smart. And another just was slapped in the face to (laughs) Yee. It's a good way to just say, hey, you you fucked up. And guess what? It's not even going to fuck us that bad. Also, selling the sneakers under Adidas' own branding will save the company about $300 million in royalty payments and marketing fees. Damn. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Just, like, take $50 million of that and throw it into marketing in the new Yeezys, and you've made such a turnaround profit on that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe not profit after, you know, the initial loss, but, like, at least you're getting back, like, after the, yeah, easy. Here's Sorry. a little quote from their CFO where he just says, uh, Going forward, we will leverage the existing inventory with the exact plans being developed as we speak. And also, uh, that night with the Tyson guy was pretty fucked, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> all CFOs hang oh, out, Oh, yeah, right? they all know each other. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's how that's how business works, right? No, no wait, are they related? Because that seems to be how business works. Um, so, apparently Yeezy products generated nearly guy? $2 billion in sales last year for Adidas. Yeezy products alone. That's a lot of money. That's accounting oh, for 8% of the company's total sales. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, interestingly, also, they said they're appointing a new CEO to the company, and they're looking towards the head of Puma. Okay. Is that relevant? I don't know. There's Come a- on! <laughs> Come on! No, I worked hard on that <laughs> one. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. It took me at least ten seconds. I have a ooh, I have a a good name here. Oh my goodness. A Norwegian man named Bjorn Golden, who's fifty seven apparently, will become CEO of Adidas next year. Fantastic. <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Um, let's 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 save let's save some news. That's all of it. Oh no, there's only one article left. Oh, okay. Alright. If we can brush past it pretty quick and get to your story. Um yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> well, it's an Elon Musk article. Oh, great. Um, so, 
he dumped forty or four billion dollars worth of Tesla shares, dropping his his net worth now down to a measly two hundred billion. <laughs> That's I mean, um, just for Twitter stuff. I. Yeah, I think so. I, he just dumped. It's uh, equal to nineteen and a half million stocks that he dumped back into the market. Um, and so that's. I mean, yeah, that's a. Is he's either gonna try and fix Twitter or try and run away? <laughs> yeah, I think. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Because it seems like yeah, he's just doing this. He's to to try to fix Twitter, and it's just becoming a big money sink. Oh, uh, shout out Kathy, uh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> for your Elon parody account from your dead mother's account. That's. Oh, this really, is interesting. Really he closed the forty-four billion dollar deal for Twitter, um, using thirteen billion dollars in loans and a thirty-three and a half billion dollar equity comi- commitment. So he needs to make a profit on Twitter? Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm. That's why he's dumping all this money. <laughs> Just let me pay my loan back, lump sum. Let me be done. I because a up. bunch of investors have started leaving Twitter because... Because he sucks. Because he's of his doing sh- bad job. Yeah, because he's divested at least $15 billion worth of stock over to Twitter now. <laughs> What are you doing, sir? Oh, there's... Uh, He's just, like, losing money hand over fist on this. There's a great exchange, or it's not really an exchange, it's like a time-lapse tweet thing, but that's not even correct. It's a meme compiled of tweets, and the first one is Elon Musk, uh, right after he bought Twitter, is just like, comedy is now legal on Twitter. And the next one is, oh, yeah. is just uh, Elon Musk... Uh, real in parentheses it was just one of the fake accounts and he just said my wife left me and then this account has been banned yep Ooh, here's a picture of him in his armor that he wore on halloween the armor i was telling you about red i mean <laughs> you're dressing like a bad guy <laughs> yeah i i we already think big old baphomet emblemized on the chest yeah i like it's it would be rad if it was somebody who wasn't actually, like, kind of evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if Keanu Reeves wore that, it'd look sick as fuck, and I'd be like, yeah, rad, mm-hmm. dude. But Elon Musk is wearing it, and I'm like, hey, you might have used real blood to make that. This is, and the crazy thing is, he's been dumping money so much this year, because, so, when he did this, it's the third biggest one he's done, from Tesla, specifically, since he started even showing an interest in Twitter. Apparently, just this year, in April, he sold $8 billion worth of Tesla stock, and then again in August, he sold $7 billion, and then, just earlier this week, he sold another $4 billion. Damn. That's, I mean... Does he even have a controlling share anymore? 
No, that's he's, like his... his shares are started at 15% in okay. Tesla. Okay, all right. I thought he had more than that. It's still, at 15%, it was still worth around $622 billion in stock. Well, yeah, it's it's but, a huge amount of money, like, for what it is, but, like, I, I just, I thought he had a bigger share in it. I thought he, yeah. Apparently not. I know he didn't do anything to make it. <laughs> He's really good at taking credit for stuff, though. Oh, and I lied, and I might forfeit my story, because this last one, which actually is the last one, is, uh, <laughs> is just ridiculous. The story of a crypto billionaire who has lost almost everything. Crypto money is funny. <laughs> he sets, he has set a new record. He, by losing 94% of his wealth in a single day. New record! Indeed. Indeed. 94% of his money in one day. That is incredible. So, Unless you're doing a Brewster's Millions, that's a bad job. <laughs> he's got a pretty good. He's got a pretty good name, Sam Bankman Freed. Freed. It's not Freud. It's Freed. Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. Bankman or Bankman? Bankman. B a n k m a n. Bankman. Bankman Freed. Um, Free the Bankman. But he's the founder and Free CEO of a crypto cryptocurrency exchange company mm -hmm. um, and he was worth around 17 billion dollars good in assumedly cryptocurrency yeah yeah but i mean like good, uh -oh. good on you i guess uh after what could money. be described as a particularly rough few days <laughs> he's left with quote only a billion dollars oh 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 <laughs> oh no <laughs> Whatever will you do? Um, it's only a billion dollars. So the the fall in his wealth was due to a potential sale of the company that he was he's been managing since uh, 2019. So for the last three years. Okay. Um, All right. But on Tuesday he announced that FXT would be sold to a rival cryptocurrency exchange, Binance. FXT had been suffering from a severe liquidity crunch. On top of which, speculation about the state of the company had led to... Sounds like something when your urethra gets clogged. ...investment withdrawals of around $6 billion in the span of two days. So he announced this, or he, before he announced this, people were just leaving. Investors were just <laughs> pulling money out and just bailing left and right. Um, and, however, Oops. the upon... Looking at the deal, he uh, the company that was supposed to buy them and you know essentially bail them out and make sure all of his employees and everyone gets paid and everything. Right. Took a closer look at what was happening and realized that investors were pulling out left and right and backed out of the deal <laughs> and just left him sitting there with nothing. <laughs> and he lost sixteen billion dollars <laughs> in a single night. That is. I mean, that's so impressive. Good on ya. I'm... The company lost also 80% of its stock overnight. Woo! Wowza. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 
The best part is, I mean, he, he is trying to fix things. He's trying to be a good, you know, good boss about it. He's trying to fix things. He's uh, He sent out a public tweet. Um, oh, a public tweet. Yeah. Um, he's, one, I have a, uh, an announcement. Things have come full circle, and FXT.com's first and last investors are the same. We have come to an agreement on strategic transaction with Binance. That was before that. And two, our teams are working on clearing out the withdrawal backlog as it is. This will clear out liquidity crunches. All assets will be covered one-to-one. This is one of the main reasons we've asked Binance to come in. It may take a bit for that to settle. So he is trying to, like... Trying to get people their investment back. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't want you guys to lose your money. I'm working on it. Everyone's pulling out at the same time work with me like give me a chance to show you that i'm not trying to steal your money from you essentially you know good on you freed bankman um sam yeah sam he added yes sam he added that it would take some time to settle but quote the important thing is that customers are protected quote unquote and then to his staff and this is the end of this article and just one of the most humbling things i think any ceo can do in this situation he called a meeting for his staff, and he talked to them, and he just says, in quote here, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Oh, oh, you love to hear that. <laughs> that is beautiful. What a fucking wonderful thing to say. Oh, that is, that is, seriously, as a boss, that's one of the very best things you can say, in my opinion. And after reading all these other articles about all these rich billionaire people that are just throwing their money around, throwing their power around, throwing tantrums and not getting anything done, to see someone that stands up and just takes responsibility and is like, guys, literally, I fucked fucked up. up. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like... Good on you, Sam oh. Bankman-Fried. Yeah. Really. Oh, honestly. I, I was, he started that article, and I was just going to laugh at you the whole time, but I take back all my laughter that was in your direction, because good on you. That's how you run a company. That is the right way to do things. Fuck yeah. <laughs> if you think we still have time, we might not. My story might be kind of long this week, because I did... <sighs> We're at 50 minutes now. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah my, my video game is pretty short this week because it's... Uh, I, I already v- reviewed uh, Spider-Man yeah. for the PS4 on here. What a fantastic game. Well, I played uh, Miles Morales finally. Yes, indeed. And it is more of Spider-Man. That's awesome. It's so good. It's, it is it is... It's the same mat. It's just snow covered, which is great. You yeah, know, if you're into that kind of thing, I that's I enjoy snow in video games because I hate it in real life. But in video right. games, I don't feel the cold, so I'm like, yeah, cool, yeah. snow. And they can often make it look pretty. Yeah, she, she looks super nice. I love, love that modern video games. You get the footsteps in the snow and things like that. And like oh you yeah, you can see your trail and stuff. Like it's so nice. Yeah, my uh, my son likes to swing around on the Spider-Man games, and his favorite building is the tall shiny reflective one mm-hmm. i think you know which one i'm talking yeah, the, about the giant mirrored skyscraper yeah. yeah yeah and that one's got snow on the very top and even up there you can see your footprints in the snow oh, uh, in so miles good. morales and that's awesome his suits it's one of that's like a key feature for me is to get to change my suit up and mm-hmm. all of his suits are really good there's slightly less selection than there is for spider-man but that just makes sense because he's like you know been around 
longer. Well, also, another com- the biggest complaint I've heard out of this game is that it's quite short, and it felt more like a DLC. I, 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 was, I was just going to get my positives out of the way first. <laughs> let me... Let, let, that okay. is, I'm sorry, that I jumped is, the gun on you. Let that is exactly... That's, I mean, that's exactly my complaint, though. Um, but overall, the story is really good. Like, it fits Miles Morales as a character really well, and it fits the... Would it be spoilers if you told me who the main villain is? Uh, not... I mean, yeah, but it's, like, already two years old, and I would just say spoilers right now, because I already don't... Yeah. I, I fuck it up a lot. I understand that playing something through and not having it spoiled for you is fun, no matter when it comes around. I want to say that, because I try to avoid spoilers on stuff I'm excited for. I get it. But also, it's a couple years old, and the only reason I hadn't played it is because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the main the main villain is kind of your best friend, Finn, and okay. it's uh, she's the tinkerer in this game. But um, the real big bad is Roxon. Roxon is a recurring uh, company mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe who does shady shit a lot. Yeah, and the first villain you fight is Rhino. Neat. Yeah, it's right. Rhino back. <clears throat> they brought Rhino back. That was <laughs> yeah. bad. And and That's they cool. brought him back back because he gets like taken by Roxon instead of the cops and Roxon all lies to the cops and it's Simon Krieger who's all in charge. He's like the main bad. Okay. For real, because uh, Finn is trying to get revenge on Roxon by blowing up their headquarters because they're trying to use a new form of energy called New Form. <laughs> Real original guys. Um, Love it. And uh it's incredibly harmful to humans and they're lying about it. Okay. And classic. It, yeah, it got her brother killed and so she's just trying to get revenge on Roxon. Which is, you know, pretty yeah. reasonable. But mm-hmm. she teamed up with some underground <sighs> this is gonna suck to say. She teamed up with some underground gang called the Underground. Oh, Guys, <laughs> come on! And uh, so she, she may as well just called him the fucking the resistance. The, she she teamed up. Viva with, la revolution! Uh, she teamed up with a gang who was just uh, just in it for recognition. They just want to be. They wanted the clout. They want the clout. That's <laughs> literally their whole thing. <laughs> and so, you know, she did bad things to get a good thing done, and then the good thing she tried to do was too much, because when she blew it up, it, like, threatened all of Harlem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good-intentioned kind of bad execution. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why she's a bad guy, but, like, she's not really. Yeah. The big spoiler, big spoiler for the game, is that uh, she sacrifices herself at the end. Ah. Yeah. I'm never a huge fan of that. But well, you also don't see her body. I think she just got powers. Oh, okay. Because she was just, like, super smart, right? And mm-hmm. uh, just had a bunch of tech on her. And uh, Miles absorbs a bunch of energy with his Venom shit. He absorbs, like, an insane amount of energy to stop this reactor from exploding and destroying all of Harlem. But it, like is too much and he can't hold it in and you know he's gonna effectively explode out of himself with bioenergy mm-hmm. it's gonna be you know nearly the same explosion just he was gonna try and get away but he couldn't so she flew him up in the air and they you know held him while he exploded yeah 
So what I think happened is that bioenergy probably sent her flying with her tech and did some fucking weird shit with her genes and mixed them all up. And now she's going to be... What's wrong be... with her pants? <laughs> <laughs> See, see how it feels? <laughs> I, I, yeah, barking up the wrong tree on that one. I'm just like, yes. I love that dumb joke. Uh, uh, but yeah, so uh, my theory is that she's going to come back as like a version of the Shocker or just maybe like another version of the Tinkerer who's just like scarred and like maybe wants to help, but like maybe is a bad guy again for different reasons because it, she's been it messed with her brain yeah yeah turned so, her all evilly that that could be a fun cyborged her with her tech yeah yeah um so that was that was um yeah that it, it's really good nice it's really good it's a lot of fun um the yeah the bad things about it is that there's no way this should have been a full 60 70 dollar game yeah because it is literally the same map covered in snow and as nice as that is to see that is dlc shit mm -hmm. that is something you should get from a 30 dollar dlc the full quest line was like eight hours i think if i had done any yeah, level of just doing it that's short as fuck yeah and even like i completed everything but like the the training missions uh, all of them, all of the collectibles and everything, and I have put less than 15 hours into the game. That's kind of sad. Yeah, so it's it's just no way it should have been a full-price game. It should have been a DLC for Spider-Man. Like uh, a $30 DLC? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or even, I I could absolutely have seen like a, like a $10 DLC for like, the new map, and then a $20 DLC for the story. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's... A, a, a new map and play as Miles, and then, like, they could they could have, like, really milked it mm -hmm. in a dumb way that would have got them just as much or more assets. money. You just yeah. dumped some snow on it and animated them different. It's, it's, yeah, it's that. It's literally that. So it feels... It feels money grabby for a company for various companies that just don't need that where the venom power is fun like in, yeah in combat. yeah yeah the venom powers were great the combat was fun the skill tree was lame because why give me a skill tree if i'm just gonna like when you level up you just have all the skills when you get to the top level mm -hmm. I, yeah skill you may as well just auto unlock them at certain levels or something yeah exactly your skill tree or like after you do a certain level of combo because there a lot of them are combat I mean, related i guess like, it allows you to specialize in the beginning of the game and decide what kind of how you want to start off it things. just doesn't change enough for that to matter and like like i said the game isn't long enough for that to matter yeah yeah um so yeah that's Kind of a shame that it's still full price now. I got PlayStation Premium, so I paid less than 20 bucks to get that and a bunch of other games. But otherwise, I would not have paid $60 for this. Yeah. It's an awesome game. I love Miles Morales. I love Spider-Man in general, but it just <laughs> isn't, it isn't the full thing. Yeah, it doesn't feel complete. Yeah. On a related note... uh. 
I was going to save uh, Marvel's Avengers, the video game that came out not that long ago for a, <laughs> a different review. Uh, I waited a full like day and a half to try and play it. I heard heard pretty bad things mm-hmm. all around. Me I as have, well. I've heard almost nothing but bad things, but it was on there, and I just finished Mer- Miles Morales, and I was like, well, I'll you know just keep in the vein of it. So I downloaded it, waited you know a while for it, and. Uh, Opened it up, screen froze. <laughs> okay, well, maybe it just needs to, you know, give it a second after the installation or whatever. Try again. <clears throat> screen froze. Okay. Um, restart my PlayStation. Maybe, you know, maybe it's something as simple as that. Like, you just yeah. needs to... Mm-hmm. That, that happens sometimes yeah. in installing new files. So Classic IT fixing things, yeah. you know? Yeah, let's, let's give that a shot. Uh... It loaded a little bit to the loading screen, where it was like, you know, this game uses an automatic save. <laughs> and then it froze. <laughs> I tried it four more times after that. Five more times after that. Froze at the same spot every single time. I installed it, and I'll be telling you about Guardians of the Galaxy next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's oh, fair. the game's so trash. It's like, no, don't play me. Go, go play different. You don't want to play this. Yeah, it's yeah. Apparently so. And uh, yeah, I will be talking about Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy next week. Um, and on a related note for our hypothetical, uh, to keep it in that vein, Guardians of the Galaxy has a holiday special coming up. Yes, it does. Uh, interesting. Don't have a lot of theories about it. Haven't watched the trailer yet interesting Wakanda uh, forever just came out we haven't seen it have not have not seen that um would really really like to uh, i have a lego set from wakanda forever i got namor as a as a lego guy and shuri that's neat so that's yeah yeah excited about that actually my stepdad <laughs> found out that namor was in wakanda forever and he got so excited my, I I got very excited. My too. mom was like, "I don't understand," and I just hear him from the kitchen. He's like, "It's like Aquaman, but better." <laughs> yeah, you ever wanted Aquaman to be real horny? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, you did. I know you did. <laughs> Are you uh, sure that's the personality trait they're gonna play into? On no, <laughs> not not in Marvel, but not in the MCU, I should say. Uh, but no, uh, on the holiday special note, uh, what property would you do a holiday special for? And it doesn't have to be superheroes, just generally speaking, what property would you do a holiday special for? Huh. <laughs> like, any given media that has, you know, characters you could throw at a Christmas-style narrative. Well... Maybe, like, maybe John Wick. <laughs> he deserves to have a nice, a nice relaxing night. I don't think he ever gets one. <laughs> maybe John Wick deserves a nice holiday special. What? Okay, so I've never seen any of these John Wick movies. Does he have, like, a side cast, or does he have friends? Because it seems uh, like he just shoots people I, in the head. I've only ever seen the first one, but I do believe that there's at least one other person, because he's... <laughs> well, now, they're getting a spinoff uh, movie... That he's still going to be in, and he's still going to be playing John Wick, but it's like a, a movie about one of the side characters who also works for the same people he works for. 
Okay. Um, and he's going to make appearances in that movie, but it's going to be about her and her whatever she's doing. All right. So there has to be at least some side characters, at least one. Yeah. Okay. That's all you need. I just, I, just, I just like to imagine like, uh, on the mantle instead of stockings, there's just various guns, and then just like out of every present pops a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he keeps trying to sit and drink a brandy and be relaxed all night, but every little noise, he like grabs his gun and looks around, and he's like, "Oh, there's nothing." He puts it back down. He starts to relax and like. <laughs> John Wick deserves a nice relaxing <laughs> evening. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just just put him in like a like a fallout shelter. <laughs> just a just a nice steel bunker. Keep yeah. him safe. Yeah. Can no airlock himself in yeah. or whatever. Only way to look out is a periscope. Yeah, yeah. That's finally stealth, that's oh. stealth on the surface. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks like a daisy or something, but if you notice, it turns. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no wind. <laughs> oh, man. How about you? What, <laughs> what would you pick? It's just imagining all the presents underneath are just boxes with puppies or they're just a couple of guns, and then you realize he's alone, so he must have wrapped all that himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just carefully wrapping guns so there's paper around the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> Putting puppies in boxes. I'm going to open you later. <laughs> I'm so excited. You can't be hungry. I just took you out. I just, I just took you out. <laughs> We're in a bunker. <laughs> you know how hard it is, actually, <laughs> to take you out right now? I take one of you. I'd have to take all of you. <laughs> there's a ladder. <laughs> Why did I bring all these dogs down in this bunker? I just, this was a poorly thought out plan. <laughs> I just wanted a relaxing time, and now I'm going to have dog have, shit in my a, brandy. I have a half gallon of brandy, a bunch of guns, and 15 puppies in the bottom <laughs> of a bunker. <laughs> what the fuck was I planning? <laughs> John Wick 5, The <laughs> True Reckoning. <laughs> I envisioned him sitting in a leather chair in front of a mantle place, too, for some reason. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> Yeah, I just imagined but different then envisioning guns all of that stockings. down in this bunker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all, yeah. Got the big Christmas tree next to the mantle. It's a real fire. Yeah, real fire, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in the hillsides, there's just smoke coming out of the ground. He's got he's got like the, next the to a, a fireplace implements next to him, but the poker is obviously like leaned on his chair, so it's easy reach because yep. he's just at you know actively poking at the fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right, so I. I would love to see, and with the Netflix cast, a Christmas special for a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> I've never seen the Netflix version. Okay, so they... I was very sorely disappointed with the Jim Carrey movie. It was wretched. 
It was wretched and, and awful. And that was nothing to do it. with Jim Carrey. It was all to do with bad writing. It was horrible. They should not have tried to put the three books into the one. It no. was it was. Bad. Jim Carrey was fine as Count Olaf. I rather enjoyed it. I the, liked the disguises. The performances were fine with what they were given. The movie was bad. It was poorly written and poorly directed. Bad. Uh, the Netflix series? Totally different story. Ridiculously good. Neil Patrick Harris as Count Olaf? Jim Carrey did fine. Neil Patrick Harris is fucking astounding. He really makes you feel like both creeped out and able to laugh at the same time. Mm-hmm. He it really walks that line so well, and just it, I just love the the idea of the Baudelaire's just having a just a a nice Christmas and everybody just like like Olaf just walks in and like look 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 I'm not here for anything tonight it's Christmas yeah. like actually for real <laughs> no sugar bowl shenanigans <laughs> it just. They do deserve a good Christmas. Yeah, if anybody deserves a like wondrous, heartfelt Christmas special, it's them. <laughs> I, I think that would just be a good time to to see, and maybe just like they get like maybe it's sort of uh, uh, the Ghost of Christmases. What's that fucking the Scrooge? Yeah, the Ghost of Christmas, Past, Present, and Future. Yeah, but like kind of a reverse style so they get like the ghost of christmas past and it's just like uh, their parents and they're just like we're so proud of you for having embraced your past in this way and like you know it's just like this heartwarming thing throughout where they get the past present and future ghosts but it's just like these are all the things you have to look forward to and then you know it ends with the future ghost where it's just like yeah but you're not gonna see any of that (laughs) yeah because it's gotta end sad yeah. It's it's just what the story is, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, all the other stuff can be nice and heartwarming all the way up until that, that bit. <laughs> <laughs> the foreboding, foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. But, I yeah, if anybody deserves just, just one night of good. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think yours was much more, you know, like, heartfelt than... <laughs> Because I'm now having like these, these visions in my head of John Wick very carefully the night after, one puppy at a time, like, cradling it in his arm oh. and climbing up a ladder and then climbing back down to get the rest of them, like just one at a time, just gently. No, okay, them new up. fanfic. John Wick adopts the Baudelaire orphans. <laughs> it's just the no, best because, dad no, ever. No, 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 because then all of his movies start with whatever he loves dying. then he's a perfect fit (laughs) no come on turns his whole life around (laughs) Baudelaire's that's two types of unlucky you don't want to (laughs) mix maybe it crosses them out (laughs) I don't think that's how that works negative turns a negative or whatever although John Wick killing Count Olaf Mm, that's also good there we go (laughs) <laughs> I like to. Uh, I like to. He doesn't really adopt them, but he just shows up there like this guy's chasing us. And he's like, "Blam! What guy?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Actually, that solves a lot of our problems. Thank you. <laughs> Sonny just smiles. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe starts gnawing on his ankle. <laughs> Is that your sister? <laughs> yeah. 
Why does she have shark teeth? <laughs> God, I love those fucking books. <laughs> All right. I think that's the episode, though. I think so. I think so. John Wick in a bunker at the Baudelaire Orphans with Count Olaf Deadhead. And, and a dogs. lot of news. <laughs> dogs. Dogs. Lots of dogs. <laughs> dogs, guns, and brandy. <laughs> Uh, nice if, warm fire. If you actually made it this far, please rate and review the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please rate and review the show. Tell your friends about it. Let let everybody know. I, yeah, uh, just just if you leave a five star review, I will read whatever is in that five star review. <laughs> you can you can say whatever you want, and I'll read it out just as long as it's five stars. Do it. Do it. Anything. Do it. Do it. Um. Do well, it. where they, where can they where can they write to us at Keenan? Yeah, truenutralpod at gmail dot com. That is a place they can that write that's to a us. place they can do it, and they can do it at a True Neutral Podcast on Facebook, and they can find us on Twitter and Twitter on the True Neutral Pod at the Twitter. I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Yeah, 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 and uh. We got the True Neutral Studios. On on the YouTubes. On the YouTubes, and we also have a disappointing little punk band, disappointing at best, it's, on the YouTubes and on the Facebooks. It, it's um, a thing. Indescribable. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> it happens from it, time to time. It sure does. And uh, that's... That's us for another long one on another week. Yes, indeed. We slapped it down for you. Slap <laughs> it back with some some reviews. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye.